Welcome to Talk for 12, a podcast hosted by the women at Orange Evangelical Church. These 12-minute episodes teach from God's Word and encourage and equip women in their daily walk with Jesus. Hi everyone, I'm Heather. In this series, we've been thinking about the idea of discipleship, that we are called by Jesus, like his first followers, to keep on following him. He wants to transform us by his Holy Spirit to become more like him. Today, we have Helen with us. Tell us a bit about your family, Helen. Hi, Heather. I'm married to Wayne and we have two grown-up daughters, Hannah. She lives up north in Queensland and our daughter, Leah, and she lives down in Wollongong. Very good. And what do you do for work, Helen? I'm actually a vet by trade. Uh, I spent about 25 years in vet practice and then I worked as a government vet with local land services and now I'm actually with the DPI and I work in the animal welfare unit. Mm, Interesting. Okay, let's start at the start. How did you come to follow Jesus? Well, I was very fortunate enough to have been brought up in a Christian home. So mum and dad and I would go to church every Sunday. It's interesting now I reflect, it's not something we ever talked about but it was something that underpinned our entire lives. I was the kid who had all the right answers in Sunday school, got all the prizes for knowing the right answers, but it was very much head knowledge. So it wasn't until actually year 10, I was very fortunate again to have David Cook. I used to go to Ashfield Presbyterian Church and he was the minister at that time. And I remember very clearly one day sitting there in a sermon and feeling like he was looking straight at me and directing all his comments to me. Don't ask me what they were. I can't remember, but I just remember thinking, he's talking to me about Jesus. This isn't just a matter of head knowledge. I actually need to make a decision. Mm. But I just knew in that moment, this was between Jesus and I. Mm. And that was it. Mm. The start, anyway. The start, yeah. (laughs) And then I remember as we were preparing for this, you told me about when you left school. Mm. Tell me a bit about that. Yeah, so I left school, went to university doing vet science. Had always done okay at school. Been pretty good at sport, never excellent, but was a bit of an all-rounder. Never had any great dramas through school. Family life was great. All seemed pretty easy, really, to some degree. Then I went to uni. I was working as a vet nurse at the time and moved out of home and failed first year university. That was the first thing I'd ever failed. One subject, I still remember vividly <laughs> the impact that had. And that was a confronting moment. But one of the key things I remember was in the old days where you had results pasted onto the boards in the quadrangle at Sydney University. I went there with my best friend to see how I'd gone. I saw that I had failed. My friend burst into tears. And I remember thinking, God, I really hope you're going to bring some good out of this because I can't see any good at the moment. Mm. And they just popped into my head I didn't cry I guess I was a little bit stunned but I felt pretty calm actually and Mm. I just held on to the fact that I was sure and I hoped that God would bring good out of that situation Mm. and he certainly did the year that I repeated in actually had quite a few Christians in it 
And I can look back now, even though it was hard, I learned a lot from it. A, to study more and be consistent. <laughs> but B, that God was able to bring good things out of every situation and work all things together for the good of those who love him. I often think about that Romans 8 verse. If I hadn't failed that histology exam, who knows how things would have worked. So yeah. I can be grateful for that. Mm. <laughs> so it sounds like that was a tricky time, but that you did trust God. In what ways did you choose to keep following Jesus from this point on in your life? I think I just knew that he was real, that I needed him. And I made a deliberate decision to pursue Christian community, even though often it was a should, not a could. But there was Bible studies that I went to at Sydney Uni. I remember going to small groups there. And even though it was difficult walking up from the bottom where vet school was, where everybody else was hanging out and doing that, I just felt compelled to do it. Again, I can reflect back now and I know that wasn't me. That was God prompting me to just give me the assurity that that was the right thing to do. So I pursued that and therefore learnt more about him in Bible study and fellowship with other Christians of all different ages. I kept going to Asheville Prezi and so it was more, to be honest, a head decision than a heart decision at that stage of my life. Mm. But again, I can thank God because I know it was him prompting me, left it on my own devices, I suspect I wouldn't have. Mm. <laughs> well, I'd love to hear about a time in your life where things were challenging and where you saw God really work to grow you. There's been a couple of times. We've had a great life, but there was a particular low point after our second daughter was born. About 10 weeks after she was born, I knew things weren't going very well. And as I suspected, it did turn out that I was suffering from postnatal depression. So there commenced an absolutely awful year for myself, but also for my amazing husband, who I look back now and I'm just so thankful to him and the strength that God gave him. That was very tough. Again, though, I can look back and be thankful for that. I learned so much, primarily about relying on God. I think because, as I'd said before, I'd had a pretty good life. And apart from failing first year uni, there hadn't been any traumas or dramas with our family. And I think that I had allowed that to make me a little bit hard and judgmental. And I used to use that terrible term that I still hear people use now, like, oh, they're a coper or they're not a coper. I just thought, you know, you just get on with it. That was a great leveller. Yeah, nobody knew that I was suffering from it except my husband. I had to drop any sense of self-reliance and being able to cope and succeed because I was just flattened. At that time brought me much closer to God. And one of the wonderful things was the book by Max Lucado, Travelling Light. A wonderful book. It's written in Max Lucado's usual way of great wisdom and great insight yet with humour and not too intricate and deep and challenging down to the nth degree for your brain. I was in no position to do that. But that was my little source of treat and rest every day. It was beautiful. It's really about how we all, to some degree or another, have these burdens that we carry around and 
And he uses the analogy of luggage. You see people at the airports and some are, are dragging huge big bags that they can barely drag. Some have got broken wheels. Others are carrying massive duffel bags and some have got them over their shoulders and they all weigh us down. And sometimes without even realising we're picking up all the baggage of life. It might be of guilt, of people having let us down, of expectations we've put on ourselves or others, of all sorts of different things and they can weigh us down without us realising it. And this was about, through Psalm 23, showing that Christ is there to take our burdens from us. He asks us and he tells us, leave them at his feet and he'll carry us through. And that was just wonderful. Thanks so much for sharing that with us, Helen. Sounds like a really difficult time and yet a time where you learn lots of precious truths about God. Yeah, so I can hear that you've had to persevere and keep following Jesus through some tough times. What is it that keeps you going? I think it's knowing God. I know that sounds very easy to say. It's the right answer for everything. It's having that foundation and knowing that he is immovable. And the truths that I are still learning about more and more about God and what Christ has done for me are unshakable. And the other thing, I guess, perhaps the older I get and with different things that we've been through, is knowing that the best is yet to come. Our time here on this earth is transitory. And the fact that the best is yet to come and that will be for all eternity is an amazing promise and an assured truth. So no matter how difficult and challenging things get, and they certainly can it might be for a moment it might be for a long period of time there's all sorts of things and all that we see around the world but to know that God has a place for me and for my family in heaven is an amazing assurance and when there's nothing else left to look around or everything looks wobbly and shaky which can often happen in this world and even with relationships with our most loved that promise is never shaken Mm. and knowing what Christ has done that's irrefutable and rock solid. Mm. Thanks for sharing that with us Helen. It's been lovely to hear about all the things that you really hold on to as you keep following Jesus. I'd love to hear the role that Christian community has had in your life. Vital actually, very important. And it's come in various forms from relationships at church, particularly as I matured as a Christian when I valued those friendships from people who also loved and honoured God. There's growth groups to have those relationships and develop that trust with people in a more intimate way. And learning too that we were only there because we all loved Christ. There was not necessarily any other bond and that's all that mattered. And because of that, you could be honest and open with people and care for people, hopefully in a wise way. The other great thing that has been in our life is going to conferences. And that has been such a blessing, to be amongst all those people again from all walks of life, all ages and stages, to know again that we're all there because we love Christ. That's been such an encouragement to be amongst literally thousands of people who also loved Christ. How are you planning to keep your eyes on Jesus this year? Hold fast to a few of my favourite Bible verses, one of which is be still and know that I am God. 
Another one is in Philippians 4 to don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, bring things before God. The other thing I'd like to do is practice hospitality more. I love cooking and have people over around the dining table. Make time for that and, and energy and prioritise that. And of course, read God's word. I'm not always very disciplined about that, but whenever I do, the repercussions positively for me is massive. They sound like great plans. Well, it's been a great encouragement hearing about your walk with Jesus. Thanks, Heather. Please join us next time and we'll be hearing from Tess. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Talk for 12. For the show notes and resources of this episode, or to email us, visit the podcast website at oechurch.org.au forward slash talk for 12. That's the number 12 in numerals one, two. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us next time.